0: Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello and welcome to the Book Business Boss Show. I'm Dr. Julia Royston of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, the Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. So I am super excited um, today to be uh, talking with book business bosses everywhere. Um, Books are uh, high on the agenda uh, of a lot of people's agenda across the nation, across the world, literally. That's always been uh, a book has always been associated usually with celebrities and uh, when presidents go out of office, they have to write their memoirs. But we've been talking about for the uh, last seven weeks, several weeks, um, uh, about signature books and, and books that uh, uh, build your platform and take your platform uh, to the next le- level. Our recent uh, uh, episode was talking about writing, um, finding time to write, which is usually The most uh, utilized um, reason, I'll say, most people would say excuse, but uh, the most utilized reason for, I just don't have time to write, Julia, I just don't have time to write. So go back uh, through the replays and and find the one that I talk about, finding writing time, finding time to write. And then so today in our episode today we're going to be talking about setting an atmosphere for writing. And um, I know you're saying, come on when are we go get to the good stuff. Well this is the good stuff because if you have uh, content, if you have quality content, um, then you will be able to find clients, you'll be able to find readers, you'll be able to find coaching clients, mentoring clients. so we need to go step by step and I'm taking my uh, Uh, multiple years of experience, I won't tell you how many, because depending on when you hear this, it could be more years. Uh, But uh, in my multiple years of uh, experience, uh, I really wanted to go slow with the Book Business Boss Show because I I really wanted to take all the information and um, uh, experience that I have gained over the years and really pour it into this. And so that we go through step-by-step some of the problems that have been uh, arisen and and people put up gates and blockages as to why they don't write that book. And when they're asked about it in the media, like, where's your book? Then they want to say, oh, shoot, that's what Julie was talking about. So anyway, so today I want to talk about continuing in my writing vein. I really want to uh, talk about creating an atmosphere for writing. And hopefully one of these things will resonate with you and help you on your writing journey. Because my ultimate goal is, of course, for you to be a book business boss. But besides being a book business boss, I want you to be able to write your signature book, the one that has your face on it, the one that represents all of your expertise, your heart, your soul, so that you can get your message um, to the masses and turn your words into wealth. So number one, an atmosphere for writing. So for me, my biggest atmosphere for writing has always been my office. It, uh, my laptop's there, uh, my big screen is there. Uh, my husband is in IT, so he usually has had two monitors. Me, I just need one big one. All right, so I can see everything. So I, I really enjoy my my office. It it uh, enables me to be able to get to all my tools, to get to my server where all my documents are backed up. Yeah, I have a server. We'll be talking about storage and backup uh, uh, in a, a future episode. But, you know, people can still get access to me and um, people can, you know, I can kind of work on a multiplicity of things because I am a multitasker. But my, one of my best atmospheres for writing, for even getting ideas, is in my office. Now, some people like, I don't get nothing done. I can't think in my office. Well, sometimes you have to change location. So number two, um, some people have to be in a multiplicity of places. Now, me, it's the office. But for other people, um, two, you might have to go out of town. You need a different environment altogether. You need to, um, you know, get into a different city, uh, away from, oh, I'm just down the street. Can you help come over, do such and such a thing? Some people need to be away from everything and everybody. That's familiar. So sometimes you have to do um, something totally different and take a weekend and go out of town. Leave the city where you live. Um, you may have to turn your phone off and no access that way. And, uh, you know, just basically put the do not disturb uh, on uh, that door, that cabin, wherever it is. So Some people actually literally can work from home. Me. I love it. Or two, they have to go out of town. Or three, they can stay in town, but you may need a hotel to go to. You may need to lock yourself up into a hotel room. Don't tell anybody, but you a significant other, or at least let your kids know where you're going. And, um, and those that, you know, so a hotel for a weekend to lock yourself in so that you can be shut down. The TV could be on, or you could turn it off. You don't have to have any kind of background noise, background music. uh, And, you know, it works really well. Um, And then number four, sometimes um, you have to go to the library. That might be some inspiration for you. Because the library is going to be very quiet, you know. Um, There's, you know, a lot of busy going on around the desk and requests and all that. But normally, the library is a pretty quiet place. And so we're going to talk about whether you, what, what other atmospheres you need for writing. But those are like my, my top four, the top four places to be for, um, for writing. So whether it's your office, me, that's where I go, do you need to go out of town? Do you need to stay in town, but you need to check yourself into a hotel? Or number four, the library, um, someplace that's, that's quiet. And then number five, Sometimes I have gone to be inspired or to, to get, you know, just even it was just an outline done outside in a park, outside away from um, my house, outside in nature. Some people need nature. Some people need, you know, um, places that, you know, can the birds can speak to you. The water can be a rippling along on the brook, on the rocks. Uh, along a river or a creek or a pond. Um, the trees can be speaking to you, blowing in the breeze back and forth. And birds can be tweeting. Uh, a, a squirrel could be rustling along the leaves to pick up an acorn. Oh yeah, I know how to paint the picture for you. Uh uh-huh. yeah, I'm like, you like, well, well, I might try that. Yeah, I'll try it. See if you go outside in, in a park. I tell people all the time also, You know, even when you're writing, but even as they say, staycations or a home vacation, sometimes you just need to get peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a a bottle of water and an apple or orange or banana and go sit out outside in a park to see something different, to clear your mind, to open up your creativity, open up those creative channels so that you can actually write and can actually think. And sometimes you can't write because You're too bogged down with too much going on, Um, too much activity. Take the kids to school, take the day off from work and go sit in a park. Even if it's too cold, you got to sit in your car or you got to go someplace else. But sometimes you need to change your scenery, change your surroundings. That's not just about writing. And of course, that could be for another podcast, another time. But a lot of that has to do with self-care. A lot of times you can't be your best creative self because you're inundated with too much of the outside world, too much of, um, and that outside world that you're inundated with is not helping to spur your uh, your creativity. It's hindering it. It's distracting it. And you've got to understand what kind of learner you are, what kind of what atmosphere you work best in, what atmosphere you create in. Uh, does it require? And after the breakout, come back and and talk about some other things that you may need for uh, atmosphere for writing, but you know, you've know got to understand and be comfortable in your own space, and understand what works for you. I can tell you what works for me, but that may not work for you. And that's not right or wrong. That's just what's best for you. And as a coach, as a speaker, as a teacher, I can't tell everyone that we have to, unless it's a safety reason or it's a security thing. But I, as an adult, I can't force the way I do it on you. I can only offer suggestions. I can only offer resources and tools to help you. And and as old folks used to say, you got to eat the meat and spit out the bones. You got to take the stuff that's important that applies, apply it to you, run on as fast as you can. And that that doesn't work for you, don't be bogged down by it. Do not let that make you feel some kind of way. Just because I like to wake up between 3 and 6 a.m. doesn't mean you have to. Some people are grouchy in the morning and I need for them to stay asleep because it messes up their whole day. Me to um, sleep late, it messes up my whole day. I feel like my day is gone. So what works for you, what your atmosphere for writing is, you need to grab a hold to that. Don't let it go. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be back with more. So have you ever in your life thought, I want to write a children's book? Whether you have children or not, if you have grandchildren or not, that is a clear legacy book that you can leave the next generation. To write a great book, to have a great book is a lifetime experience and a legacy gift that you can give to the next generation. I'm Dr. Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and write great children's books. To find my online course for writing a great children's book, go to JuliaRoystonStore.com. That's JuliaRoystonStore.com. So we've been talking about creating atmospheres for writing, whether you write in your office, whether you need to go out of town, whether you need to go to a hotel, whether you need to go to the library, whether you need to go outside in a park. And I want to add one more, whether you need to go to a coffee shop or some other work environment to be away from your house, away from your office, away from what's familiar. So it gets you into a more work mode. You definitely have to do it outside in a park. With the, the birds and the and squirrels might be your uh, best inspirations, depending on what you're writing. Now, I want to talk about a few other things that maybe could help you with your writing journey. And this has always been, uh, you know, a debate back and forth. Do you need complete silence or do you need a uh, mood music? So the debate between music and no music is left up to you. You know, I had a sister who needed complete, total silence. She was the uh, study all-nighter in the library with no distractions, nothing. She could do that. Me, I could not do that. If I didn't have it by midnight, too bad, because I'm early to bed, I have been all my life. But I usually like some background music, low, depending on what it is. Now, if it's something, uh, the music is too good and it's too distracting, sometimes I have to turn it off to get me back on focus but maybe that's something that can really help you. Is it some smooth jazz? Um, is it some inter- instrumental music? Is it classical? What is that that helps you? Now, if, if it's a, a vocalist and the vocalist starts singing the words, then I get distracted and I, ca- I might start trying to sing along. So that's not too good for me. But, um, but when I'm writing romance fiction or when I'm writing a, a scene that's really romantic, I like to put on um, romantic music. If it doesn't matter whether it's a romantic scene or not, I may put on some smooth jazz. So that might help you um, to be able to stay focused and to be focused if there is music in the background. Now, if you know music doesn't work for you, you've known it all your life. No, no, music doesn't work for me. I can't do that. Then turn it off. Then turn your phone off. Turn off anything that will distract you from getting that writing done. Remember when we talked about writing previously, 20 minutes is good. Stop. That's a Pomodoro method. Go for 20 minutes and then stop and then move forward from there. Um, Another uh, atmosphere changer is smells. Do you need a candle? Do you need um, some kind of incense working? Now, my allergies won't let me do that, but some people do. They put on a good smelling candle. And it just opens up their uh, creative juices. And they really can get going when there's certain smells uh, in their environment, wherever they are. Um, And it can really be something that opens up uh, and relaxes them so that they can be creative. So we talked about you can decide on that music or no music. A candle burning or some type of incense or some type of fragrance going may be good for you. If you have an allergic reaction, don't, don't take that idea. That won't work for you. And then um, next, uh, I'm a snacker. And sometimes I, when I, I, I may not need a whole plate of food, although I've done that too. Um, just having a, a, a side snack of some chips or something, or, you know, or fruit or something like that helps my, my energy level go up. And then I can plow through the writing that I'm working on. So do you need food? Do you need some snacks? I talked about peanut butter and jelly and a, and a piece of fruit and something earlier. Do you need that? Eh, it might help you. It might keep it going for you so that uh, you can get the, um, the best out of your writing. Now, sometimes uh, when I've been talking about fiction and nonfiction, and that can be a part of your signature series as well. Uh, whether you fictionalize um, scenarios or whether you write a nonfiction, it doesn't matter. But um, sometimes you can utilize a place that has significance. This is another atmosphere for your writing. Some significance for you that relates to the book, the type of industry you're in, the type of book you're wanting to write, or that you are writing in the middle of writing. Because, um, Sometimes going back in history can refresh your memory of some things that you learned, some things that were maybe good, some things that weren't so good. Um, I can officially drive by the building that I had my first library job. And every time I go down that street, I remember the first day I worked in the first law library ever. Um, The name of the firm at that time was Brown, Todd and Haber. But every time I go past that building, which is, has been renamed, it was Citizens Plaza back in the day, in downtown Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, that was my first um, um, library job. I had had jobs always, but that was my first professional uh, library job. And it brings back memories. It floods my memory of all types of things I learned, people that I met, um, just all kinds of uh, lessons that I learned. My work ethic was heightened and enhanced um, because I, I worked since nine years old with my, my parents' uh, business, but outside of my parents' family business, you know, that really brings back memories. So therefore, if that is something that's significant with you, and hopefully you can if you're in the same city with your beginnings of your industry or your beginnings of where you started uh, getting your expertise in, right by there go by there, take a drive by and then make sure me, I'm always carrying one, a notebook and a pen, or speak it into your phone. Five or six things that you learned while you were there, good, bad, or ugly. Hopefully it will uh, inspire you um, to write. It will move you to remember. It will bring back memories, the history. Uh, what happened? Uh, what was? What did you learn? And then, of course, you got to be honest. What part did you play in it? You know, is there something you know that you shouldn't have said? You shouldn't have done. You were late. You know, you were late. You know, you you got uh, reprimanded for it, but you know you was late. You stopped by Starbucks and got that coffee, and you knew you was already late. You didn't even get up on time. <laughs> but remembering those things are a part of what makes you the business owner, Mark makes you uh, the author is going to make you the speaker, the coach, the mentor that you need to be. Even the quote unquote failures, even though the quote unquote things that didn't go just as you planned. And most of the time, probably nine times out of 10, we had a part that played in. it. People didn't really come for us like that we thought they did, or we said they did, you know, we can make up and change the story however we want to. But one of those atmospheres for writing for me is going by where I, I first worked, where I got my first chance, where the people gave me my first opportunity, where they hired me and said yes, not no, but they said, join our team, be a part of our team. We're taking a chance on you. Because honestly, when I walked in that firm, I didn't see many people who look like me at all. So therefore, for them to take a chance on me in the position where I was like, you know, that, that was, it was a great learning experience. It was a bit, it was a great experience, not bad until I walked out the door and moved on and went to another position. I still have those memories and that creates an atmosphere for my writing. If I were writing to a younger librarian or a new librarian, if I were writing about somebody who was uh, entering a library for the first time, after my 30 years of history, but if you were entering a library for the first time, I would include that because there are some things that I learned there I couldn't learn anywhere else. There are some things that I remember and that I recall that I couldn't, uh, uh, that I can't replace. It's priceless, simply priceless. And then one of the, the um, last atmospheres that, you know, you can take however you want to and and utilize however you want to, if you've been writing on this and got a little stuck at where you are, get your favorite beverage, get your favorite snack, get in your favorite spot, and then open up what you've written so far. Now, I'm not talking about editing because when you edit as you write, um, that can cause writer's block. I've never really had writer's block, but um, uh, my block is usually making sure that I have the time to write. But uh, rewrite, reread, I'm sorry, reread what you wrote. And then hopefully that'll create an atmosphere that'll fuel what you were trying to do and what you're trying to move forward to relay in the next steps. Hopefully that will give you inspiration to say, oh, yeah, and I got to include this. Oh, yeah, that reminds me, I must uh, take on this and I must uh, continue uh, and make sure that I include this part. Another thing too with atmosphere for writing is always remember who you're writing for. Always remember why you're writing, but also who you're writing for. Remember when you were new. Remember when you were young. Remember when you first started. Remember how ignorant you were. You might not have been uneducated, but you were ignorant of a lot of things that happened in this job, in this position. Know that your skills and your expertise and your experience can be passed down to somebody else so that they can be better and do better. Don't be selfish with what you know. So reread what you wrote. Remember those people that you're writing for. Create an atmosphere for writing because people are waiting on your book. They're waiting to take your message to the next level even, but they need what you have to say. They need your expertise and experience. They don't have 25 years to figure it out. You have the knowledge. You have the expertise. Create an atmosphere for writing and sharing. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. I hope that helps you today. Um, Feel free to uh, reach out to me if you'd like to have a conversation about writing or writing your book or any questions you have, even in the previous episodes of the Book Business Boss Show. Reach out to me and schedule a time on my calendar at talkwithroyston.com. That's talkwithroyston.com. Be blessed. Know that I'm helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. I'm Dr. Julia Royston. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Coming up March 23rd at 11 a.m. is the Let's Talk with the Authors, a celebration of minority women authors at Elizabethtown Community and Technical College, located at 600 College Street Road, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. I'm Julia Royston, your host for this exciting special event at Elizabethtown Community and Technical College in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Join me and three other authors, Elgina Smith, savansky Ray Pope, and Asia Rivers, as we discuss the ups and downs, ins and outs of our journey of writing our first book. Please join us March 23rd at 11 a.m. at Elizabethtown Community and Technical College, 600. College Street Road, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. This exciting event is sponsored by Envision Radio and Magazine and ECTC Cultural Diversity Department. Hope to see you there. Special thanks to Jerisa lamans Director of Cultural Diversity.